Hello Forever Family. My name is Shannon. I'm the Recovery Pastor and um, today I want to talk about amends. So saying I'm sorry is not like a get out of amends jail free card. Um, it's not, we're not talking about just dropping a real quick I'm sorry. As you know, most people know and, and I've said it so many times and I think we've all can share in this. Um, I think we can agree that talk is cheap. Actions speak much louder than words. Actions come straight from the heart. And actions are the words of our heart motives. I think we can all agree upon that. So before we jump into talking about amends and what it means to actually work the amends step in recovery, um, let's lift our hearts up to God and just prepare our hearts for whatever He needs to, for us to hear out of this message. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you with humble hearts on bended knee at the foot of the cross. Lord, we lift our hearts up. There are so many people that we need to make amends to, we need to make amends with, and that need to make amends to and with us. It's a two-way street. We can offer forgiveness, but we also have to receive forgiveness. So, Lord, as we get ready to go into this talk about amends, I just pray that whatever is on someone's heart, that you give them peace, clarity, and discernment as to how they need to move forward with the amends process in the recovery steps. We ask all things in the precious and holy name of your Son. Amen. So, I think there are two very overrated phrases, and I'm sure most of you will agree Now, I know there's a lot of things that you're going to hear on here that you're going to be like, "Mm, that's not quite the way I see it, and that's okay. We all have different perspectives. We all have um, different things that impact those perspectives, so that's okay. All right, so the two overrated phrases. The first one is, I'm sorry. The second one is, I love you. People say these words just as quick as they say hello to a stranger. The motives behind these words do not match the perspectives that people have of these words. Now, we've seen people, they see a baby and they instantly say love because that is felt straight from the heart. We have compassion for babies. We see that that is a miracle of God. Each birth is a miracle of God. Now we also <clears throat> we also see people that are hurting or they're in the grieving process and we're quick to say I'm sorry. But again, that's because our heart aches for these people. We see their hurt and we feel it. Too many times the words love and sorry are said with no emotions. I mean, I, I think we can all agree. Too many times they are said with no emotional connection to the heart. So, I believe this is the the first step of miscommunication. Motives are not on display. It's like, you know, I wish we could go to um, a bookstore and just as you can pull out a book, turn it onto the back and read the summary and then decide if you want to purchase the book I wish motives of the heart were put on display like this, just like the summary of a book. Then people could read it, 
see it, and then decide if they wanted to buy in to the words that are being said to them. I think that would make the communication process so much easier. Okay, so let's define amends. Amends as a noun is to compensate or make up for a wrongdoing. Amends as a verb is to alter, modify, rephrase, add to, or subtract from. I think all too often we see people using the verb definition in their amends. Um, when they, really they should be using the, the noun version. But let's just have a little truth talk today. Too many times amends is, well, let me offer a quick sorry just so I can, can alter or modify somebody else's perception. Maybe I can smooth it over. But the actions have already happened. They've already left a footprint on our heart, on our mind, on us, and how we view that person as far as how we view their, their integrity and the respect that we have for them. So when you get to the point of your recovery where you're ready to do the step of amends, just keep yourself in check. Do not drop a quick, I'm sorry, like you're using it as a get-out-of-jail-free card like a Monopoly. It is not part of the Monopoly game. Amends has to come from the heart. There has to be a connection emotionally. We have to acknowledge the pain of our actions on others. We have to see the pain in that person's life. We may not understand it, but we have to acknowledge it and see it. Because when we send out our actions, we're not on the receiving end while we're sending them out. So we cannot say that their hurt is not justified. So remember when you work your inventory, you're looking at three things. How was I hurt or abused? That's number one. How did I take that and hurt or abuse myself? That's number two. And number three, how did I take that, repackage it, and hurt or abuse others? Because that is what we are making amends for, how we hurt or abused others. How we cause wounds in the lives of others. So Webster's Dictionary defines amends as compensating for a loss or injury. So think about that. A loss or injury. So what was the loss? Maybe it was trust. Maybe it was relationship. Maybe it was respect. What's the injury? Well, the injury could be physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. We do not know exactly. Again, I'm going to say this. We do not know exactly how our actions hurt others. We're not seeing our actions through their eyes. But... We must hear their words. Don't excuse it away because you don't want to hear it. Hear their words. Hear the pain in their words. Now I will say this. If someone is coming to you to make amends, that is not an open door for you to verbally just attack them. That's not how it works. That's their amends that they are offering, trying to come to a middle ground. So, what is making amends? What does it look like? How do we make amends? So we look at our past behaviors 
And a lot of times this can make us feel guilt and shame, and many times it can make us want to run from this step in recovery. This is one of those that I call a major milestone in recovery. This is a major growth milestone in our recovery because we can push through it, we can walk through this valley, or we can run from it. But we're not the only ones that have walked through this valley, and we don't have to walk through it alone. Remember that. So first, we must make a list of those we have harmed, hurt, or injured. And this is what I say. When you make that list, pray over that list. Ask God to prepare their hearts to receive your amends. Also, ask God to give you the words to say during your amends. Because if God's preparing their heart and God's giving you the words, it's two puzzle pieces that are going to fit together may not fit together as quickly as you want it to, but it will fit together because his timing is always perfect. Now, the second thing. We make direct amends, just like the step says, we make direct amends wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Okay. Huge disclaimer here. We do not absolutely do not have private communication with an ex who is remarried because when it comes to surface and everything comes to surface their new spouse is going to be hurt if you are in a relationship your person your spouse is going to be hurt because you went behind their backs everything is done out in the open we openly have communication with those on our list except when our communication would disrupt their world. We do not want to bring more injury into their world. So I tell people, leave the ex alone. Leave their world alone. Do not step back into their world. To make amends is to um, take ownership of the damage you caused, express a heartfelt desire to repair the damage and to bring closure to admit the mistake and the wrongdoings it's to work toward and through the recovery process and it requires us to be patient amends is a process just like recovery And actions speak straight from the heart. As you work your steps, you spiritually grow, you mentally grow, you emotionally grow. Actions speak straight from the heart. Sometimes your heart needs to heal before you can go to the next step. Heart motives, over time, can gain the trust of others. So, trust comes when the other person is ready to offer it we don't get to decide that time frame if that person wants nothing to do with us nothing to do with our amends nothing to do with our words except that we we have to accept that that they are hurting still so bad right now they just cannot go through this process with us back off and leave them alone now i do say Let them know the door is open for communication when they get ready. It's on their time frame. And if it never happens, it never happens. That's something we have to accept. You know, your life may have calmed down, but their life still may be wrapped in hurt. 
You cannot push your amends agenda onto them. Everybody recovers at different paces, different speeds. Amends is the same thing. We do not want to cause more pain. So remember, amends is not dropping a quick, I'm sorry. It's not like the get out of jail free card from, the, from Monopoly. It is a process. It does take time. And if you cannot achieve a direct amends, talk with your sponsor. There are other ways to do this. I have helped many people make amends that were not direct, face-to-face, -face, verbally, um, and, and it is a healing process, but there are other ways. Remember, this healing journey is just like recovery. It's a lifestyle change. It's from now on. It's not a one and done. It's not like a to-do checklist for today. This is something that goes on and on for the rest of your life. So I hope that you've heard something in this um, amends process that maybe answered a question. Maybe it sparked other thoughts about how you would want to carry out your amends process. I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line. There's several different ways you can, uh, you can do that. But uh, I want to pray over us one more time before we finish up this episode. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you for the mercy, the grace, the forgiveness that you pour out on us when we don't deserve it. Lord, you never gave up on us. Help us to walk through every step of this process. Grow us. Prune off the parts of our lives that are not fruitful. Help us become productive and fruitful in our faith communities, in our recovery communities, and in our com communities in general. Actions speak straight from the heart, God. Let our actions speak loudly about your mercy, your love, and your grace that you've poured out on us, and now we walk it out in everyday life. Lord, for anybody that's struggling with this process, I pray that you, you just surround them with people in their life to help speak life into their situation and help them to understand it's a process. It will be okay because you are still in control of everything that goes on around us. We ask all things in the precious and holy name of your Son. Amen. All right, guys. So this process is, uh, we've been talking about amends. So until next time, speak life, put your faith feet into action and cause a ripple effect. But most importantly, be a blessing to someone around you. A smile can be the biggest blessing we could ever share to someone who's hurting. Until next time, much agape, everybody. <laughs>